in the darkest corners of the podcast dungeon, you have come across another goddamn horror podcast. With Graham Faye, Jonas Barnes, and Ryan. Welcome everybody to yet another goddamn horror podcast. I am one of your hosts. I'm Ryan Daly, coming to you from a uh, kind of crisp, cool, little drizzly, spitty um, Portland, Oregon morning. Um, it's actually noon now, but um, morning enough. Um, podcast times. It's morning. You know what I mean? Like it's uh, right. <laughs> um, but it's uh, um, we uh, we. Uh, you know, we're, uh, our faux spring has vanished. It got really cold. We got a little bit of snow a few days ago. Like, and snow in Portland is a big drag. And because uh, we have like, little, like you are way more likely to see a Sasquatch than you are to see a fucking snow machine in this town. So um, like, <laughs> we just do not snow plow here. And it's just um, like um, you hear about them, but they just don't happen. So it snowed just a little bit, but it seems to be bouncing back. And hopefully we'll just get right into spring. Um, like my daffodils are all popped up and looking pretty out there, you know, cause in Portland we got like fucking yards and shit. You know what I mean? It's a, uh, um, I, people in my neighborhood, I don't know where they would store their stolen mountain bikes if they didn't have yards. So, um, Graham, how's it in, uh, how's it in Flatbush? Uh, it's, it's really nice. It is uh morning here in, in, uh, Brooklyn. I will, well, despite the time difference being later, I woke up like two hours ago. So, uh, it was a gorgeous morning. <laughs> it's warm out. It's nice. Um, it was cool. I had a great night last night at uh, Big Break uh, comedy show. And yeah, it was awesome. awesome. What about Jonas? Jonas. I'm over in actually in Manhattan today. And what? it's, oh. yeah, I, know, <clears throat> I know, I'm sorry. I jumped burrows. What can they say? Are you, are, um, you, are you getting fucking fancy on us now, dude? Is that what's going on? I do. I am. I'm actually in the financial district right now, so Ooh, I'm better than no. Um, But no, it's cold over here. Like, it's cold, and it's actually kind of windy. So it's like, uh, it. Brooklyn is, in fact, better than the financial district today. So Yeah, it's you gorgeous should, you should, out right you, now. You should pick, like, protect your face with, like, tons of wads of cash. Like, just, like, yes. have them fan yeah, the wind. Yeah, but in fucking Manhattan. Um, well, that was, we have, we have some awesome guests today. We do. We actually, um, I just saw, uh, one of our guests last night at the big break show. Uh, we have uh, stand up comedian, Jim search. Hey, and how's it going, Jim? What's up, man? How you doing? Good to see you, buddy. Good to see you. And, uh, and we also have, uh, I believe this is your girlfriend, partner, Dawn, yes. Brooklyn yeah. native. And murder horror fan aficionado. That is me. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Thank you guys so much for coming. Uh, yeah, uh, we had a lot of fun last night. Um, the show was really good. Yeah, um, it's a dope show, man. I mean, that's such a mainstay in the neighborhood, man. You know, I really love hanging out over there. It's a great vibe. And, you know, uh, every time I come through, I have a blast. So, yeah, it's, it's super fun. Um, it's and I know Ryan's. It's a great venue, yeah, yeah. and I and I love checking it out. You know, I mean, I um I asked to be on a big break, but they <clears throat> didn't let me. Um, but uh, so I, uh, <laughs> but I, but I, but I went and checked it out. It's fine. Um, I, I'm not, I'm not, you know, 
I'm not harboring it. I don't cry in the shower every morning <laughs> thinking about it. But uh, you know, it's it's fun. Uh, but no, it's a, it's a, what a cool thing to have like access to because like so many great comedians. The night that I went when I was there, it was like everybody was so good, and uh, you know what I mean. It's just kind of fun to have like a showcase of that powerful right in the in the neighborhood like that. You know, are you in your city? Where are you guys at? Crown Heights is that? Yeah, uh, we're in Crown Heights. Um, we're actually not too far from the uh, from the uh, Bluebird Big Break yeah. show. Sure. And I live on the other side of Bluebird on Flatbush. Oh, in cool. Flatbush. Oh, so cool. I live Flatbush. Yeah. What uh, what uh, neighborhood did you grow up in, in Brooklyn? If you're a Brooklyn native, Red Hook. Red, Red Hook, Hook okay. IKEA. When <laughs> 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 the IKEA got there. Um, and then I had a major crazy Brooklyn accent and it still comes out sometimes. Um, and then it went away because I went to college in Connecticut. So it died. And then when I came back, I never got it back. So, but Brooklyn. That's weird. (laughs) You know, I mean, my, my whole family's from Connecticut. I was born in Connecticut in Bridgeport and, uh, um, they do have an accent though. There is a Connecticut accent. It's not as pronounced as Brooklyn, but there is a no. there is a thing. It's a you know what I mean. Very hard A's in Connecticut. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> hard A. Yeah. And you'll get like wisps of like Boston. You'll feel like I feel like yeah the yeah. You know, Connecticut, the more you'll mm-hmm. catch some Bostonian business. Yeah, Sorry. we're we're in in, in Bridgeport. You're definitely more New Yorky though than, yes. than than Boston. You know what I mean? Bridgeport just feels like kind of an extension. You know what I mean? Like because all like all the Merrick Turnpike and all that shit is all mm-hmm. uh, is all uh, you know uh, uh, kind of so New York and like in so much to and from. You know what I mean? So it's a uh, it's a um, yeah. This um, is through all our global. See, we have a lot of people who listen around the world and see now they're learning. They didn't, they came here for horror and <laughs> oh, they left yeah. and they left here with a geography <laughs> lesson. Geography. <laughs> we only and meteorology learned, and meteorology. We, we only learn geography in America when we like learn about wars. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like, like I know all about Ukraine now, but like, it took me the, yeah. like, it's this big popular country, but it took me all these years to like, I'm like, basically if they just start bombing a place, I can learn about it. So it's really, uh, it's really, that's how, that's how we do it here. Um, <laughs> oh, America. Oh, America. We're, 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 we're so good at stuff. Um, um, well, Jim, also, um, you're not only a stand-up comedian, but you're uh, an author. And 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 I'd I'd say a voiceover actor of uh, white people soap opera. Um, <laughs> you're the author of Grad School, uh, a seventy thousand dollar phone charger, which I love. Yeah. Thank um, you, man. Appreciate it. And you're you're I don't know would I don't know what your your uh, label would be or, or uh, but are you king of Western beef? <laughs> <Is> <laughs> I mean, listen, I've been called a lot. I've been called the king of Western Beef. I've been called a brand ambassador of there Western Beef. Yeah. Uh, as a lot of people know, my chapter is the Empire Boulevard chapter. Uh, that's <laughs> what I represent. Uh, and I've just been a real big fan of that grocery store, man. Look, for $50, you can eat for five years. A lot of people know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Western Beef is pretty amazing. Um, it's I love got that Western like a, Beef has turf wars in the different locations. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, serious yeah, business. Yeah. It's it's um it, it's almost it, it's it's like a shopping there, and I've done it a bunch. Um, but it's it's very much it, it's scary but liberating. 
in, in a way. <laughs> like <I guess laughs> like yeah. you don't know what you're gonna get. Like the, the food, like it's 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 a toss-up, but it's fun. <laughs> Listen. It reminds me of Home Depot, but with groceries. <laughs> right, like okay. I walk in like like pallets of ramen, pallets right. of <laughs> yeah. you just go in and you just take what you can. Is it the, is this like a is this like a um, discount food place? Is that what it is? It's like a... I mean, it's pretty much like I mean, it's Ryan. It's pretty much where dreams come true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think that's the best way I can describe that. Right, sure. Is like <laughs> let's just say all of your wildest fantasies came true, and it was coupon. <laughs> that's, uh, that's great. That's great. <laughs> Yeah. Love it. Uh, Ryan, yeah. Ryan, I think the I think the closest thing you would understand it to Ryan is like a cash and carry almost. Okay. Um, except that it has like it also has like meat and stuff, which is like that's your gamble right there. Okay. Yeah. You get meat right. and stuff like that. It's like sure. all right, what are we doing today? Right. Like, <laughs> we we have a place in in Portland called Everyday Deals, and uh, I, I actually sell produce for a living, and um and okay. like they they kind of take. Um, I, I, I know that people are surprised, you know, with all this, uh, with all the, uh, you know, podcast and stand up money coming in that it's, uh, you know, that I, that I would have to, but, you know, I just like to work, you know, um, but uh, it's, uh, uh, but, uh, everyday deals and we sell them like the shit, like the shit that can't go anywhere else kind of deal. You know what I mean? And like, uh, and so you go there and it's like literally like. It's kind of like shopping and like how you feel shopping stores will be like in like sort of dystopian future. You know what I mean? With like, like everything is sort of like leftover and nothing's like, it's nothing's great. It's like, it's, I don't know. It's like, like if you were like in a, in a country that got, just got like devastated and like, that's how, that's how the grocery shopping would probably be. You know what I mean? So. Well, we're not too far from that. Outside, But when you go in, you're very surprised. Cause you're just like, Oh, there's a lot of stuff in here. <laughs> and then there's the whole freezer section where you have to like, walk through double doors to get mm. to the right mm. yeah so it's, like, it's it's a wild place and oh. you know it's uh in the music selection like <laughs> i mean if in this little new york centric but if you love the loudest version of hot 97 you can find mm-hmm. get, in, get into if you want blazing hip-hop and r&b while you shop then i say that western beef is for you uh, there you go. It's, it's <laughs> again. It's just it's paradise. Um, <laughs> I, uh, I I I will say uh, one time um, I did I did get into a situation in the seafood department. Mm-hmm. I had to for a while. I had a little I had a little like stare down, like nonverbal, like you know, like I like I fought someone. You ever like <laughs> in an eye argument with someone? I was in an eye argument with the guy at the seafood counter. So I had to play low for a little bit. <laughs> Things got chill in like a week or two, and I went back. Everything was fine. But, okay, good. Yeah, I mean, I'm a chapter member, so I sure. can't really. You know what I mean. I uh, I did I did a stand up show with Cypher Sounds on his uh, on his tour. He was touring with Sean Patton, and I did. A okay. show. I was speaking the Hot ninety seven, and um, 
Um, I was actually surprised. Cypher sounds. Uh, I had better shoes than he did. I was really surprised. I was actually. <laughs> I was actually. Kind of, I was actually. Kind of, like he just had like some straight up just like Nikes, some black and white Nikes, and like and I had like you know some Air Max nineties that are just like really fresh and like in the good. And I was like, <laughs> like, and, like this is this this is better than my. Like, I had a good set that night too, and I was like, I, I think this is the 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 cherry on the top of the. I mean, like. I mean, it's Cypher Sounds. He's like mentioned at the beginning of the MOP song. He's like, you know, he's like Hot 97's probably most famous DJ. And uh, and I got better shoes than him. So <laughs> I, I will. Well, Jim Search is uh, not only a great comedian, but also a, a, a fantastic stylist, uh, fashionista, I guess. I don't know. You've got uh, okay. your polo shit is, is amazing. Ah, man. Well, listen, uh, you know, I appreciate that. Thank you again. Uh, 20 years strong. Uh, uh, I've been a polo enthusiast, polo uh, collector uh, over the years. And, you know, you got to let these haters know uh, that you dress, uh, you got to, you got to dress and dress these haters down. I get it. I get it. Yeah, I mean, um, but yeah, you know, polo has been, polo has been a part of my life for a long time. This is not a sponsored Post. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, man, get that sponsor. Get yeah. that sponsor. <laughs> yeah, between Western Beef and Polo, I should probably have a lot of money. <laughs> now that I think you do a lot of good for them. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. You, do. Uh, you know, it's uh, it's funny. Funny story. Well, we'll see if it's funny. Uh, I went to uh, the Polo store a couple days ago to pick up something I bought. And you know, I bought it online. And so the guy behind the uh, counter, I showed him the email. I was like, hey, I'm just here to pick something up. He's like, yeah, sure, no problem. And then he goes down to get it and he comes back and he goes, hey, uh, can, I, can I see your ID? And then this other guy swoops in and like pushes him like, no, no, he's a regular here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's the best. Like, Oh my gosh, I've achieved regular status here. You the, arrived. The, yeah, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> and and I and I played it cool because I wasn't like, don't ID me for my shit. Because it's like this fucking dude's doing his job. He doesn't know who I am. But like yeah, yeah. swooped in and they were like, no, no, no. Uh uh And you just, peaked. Yeah. And I, <laughs> I got it. This probably this probably is the <laughs> This is the mountaintop I've made it to. Yeah, this is. <laughs> it's a this good is one. <laughs> I'm really glad I could come down from Mount Olympus to talk to everybody. Today. Exactly. <laughs> really nice to see everybody. I don't know what the altitude's like down here, but okay, I'll deal with it. Uh, but yes, you are correct, sir. Well, that's uh, awesome. And Dawn, uh, you're a social worker? I am. I'm a social worker. Uh, that is not fun and exciting like you all have. <laughs> what you do. Not, I mean, I see, co I see comedic things in more kind of like a, oh, that's really real yeah. life. Yeah, Low that's stop, you know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, well, sure. yeah. You know, I mean, sure, like, like it's probably not as fun as what we do, uh, but like you're doing the real shit. So thank you for uh, yeah. getting out oh, there no and, 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 and making yeah. that shit happen. Cause uh, uh, this world needs people to. Um, it's to probably it. why I like horror so much. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You're like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I get it. I work with children. I've worked with children most of my life and my court. Like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, horrors. Yeah. I, I think this is probably why. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm just used to this. <laughs> yeah, this insanity. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, so, do you work in Brooklyn? 
I work in the city. I work for city government, actually. Oh, cool. So, oh, very cool. Yeah. That's, that's got to be that's a, a hell of a job. And so, it and is more, ridiculous. Yeah, I'm, I can only imagine and uh, and the support you all need and everything like that. Um, yes. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's real easy to sit here and say, uh, oh, I don't want my tax money. You're like, trust us. Like, you're happier <laughs> With people Your being tax taken. money doesn't even go to us that much. Your right. tax money. <laughs> exactly. Like the, the things that they, they have in their mind about like, like giving people things. It's like, like, no, trust mm-hmm. us. You, you want this world taken care of because like, yeah. you know what I mean? Cause, cause when it don't work, it really don't work. And, and yeah. uh, um, you know, and uh, not to go off on a political tangent, but like, but like, you know what I mean? Like, like, like if it's not working, that means just the more people like more lives being wasted, more financial, but and it makes it harder on everybody. So I really always appreciate people who are willing to go do that work. And it's not an easy line of work. And it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a weird uh, emotionally taxing in so many ways. And so, I, uh, Oh yes. And so he's I, heard uh, the stories. I'm sure. <laughs> I've, I've, been, I've heard some wild shit where I'm just like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Custody, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and and that's how it that's how it gets. It's just like it's like a, like a, 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 my mom, a, my kid's mom. Uh, she did social work for a long time, and uh, when you just hear those things about being in the, and you're like, oh my god, this is just like, and you just feel sorry for everybody because it's clearly like a, a flawed system. Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully you can break the cycle so it just doesn't happen again. So there's trying to burn it all down. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yep. <laughs> Um, so well, yeah. speaking of horror, saw we're gonna talk about <laughs> that's, a, that's a fucking segue if there ever was one. I'm we'll terrible, from, like, I'm terrible with that. That's my jam, is just being awful with segues. <laughs> Listen, as a quick aside, man, I did, a, I did a half hour a couple days ago, and I was like, you know what, midway, I was like, no segues. I'm not gonna thread this with anything. We're just gonna talk about X. Yes. I don't even, dude. I don't even use segues in my act anymore. Like I've done, I've done a full sixty minutes before, and I remember the last time I did it, there was not one thing that connected those jokes together, and I was fine. I was like, you guys follow along as you want. I don't care. Jokes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> exactly the way it was. It was like y'all can deal with it or not. I don't care. I'm, I, I'm getting paid up here. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm like a. I am not a one-liner comment. I'm more of what like what would you say, Jonas? Like a two or three-liner comment uh, comic, anyways. And I, you know, yeah. I think I think like if you if you can make lack of segues funny. You know what I mean? Like the like, you know, like if I have like something where I'm talking about going to therapy and then I click over into like talking about how I want to be in the human centipede. Like it's a it's a you know what I mean? Like it's a, like it's funny. You know what I mean? Like it works together. So, yeah, fuck segues. Just tell jokes. They'll, they'll figure it's it out. right. They'll figure it out. We, can, we, we can't all be Berbiglia with this fucking like long thought out. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we all have to, you know, it's like. Um. So yeah, so so Don, you're the the apparently the horror head of the, of the two yeah. of you. Um, what 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 did you? How did you get into horror? Um, I think it is just the uh, natural progression of true crime. Like I really love true crime. Yeah. Um, and I really love actually this links into social work. I remember <laughs> being um, I was a clinic, I was a therapist at a mental health clinic 
a long time ago when I first got out of social work school, which I do not recommend um, <laughs> because it's insane. But um, I would come home and just vegetate in front of like Law and Order SVU. Sure. And that, and not, you know, so it was like the hard, the hard stuff. Um, and then I started progressing into like just true crime and like podcasts and like serial killer documentaries and all that stuff. And then just the horror stuff just clicked. Um, and I, you know, Jim will text me one day and I'll be he'll like, what are you doing today? And I'm like, watching some cheesy horror on Amazon. Like I've watched all, like I don't even watch the horror films on Netflix. I've seen them all already. Mm-hmm. You know, they haven't up to any new ones that are good. Um, so I kind of just like marathon them. <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah. Great. There are, I do have my limits though. Like I, I can't watch certain ones at night because you know, I do believe in the paranormal. So I get like freaked out a little bit. So I'm just like, ah, let's just watch the gory ones. Sure. So let's keep the ghost ones out of this for now. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, I get it. You know, um, I, I like personally don't believe in the paranormal because I'm a skeptic, but I also grew up with like an Eastern European mother uh-huh. who like fully believes in like curses and and, mm-hmm. and stuff. And like I had talked to her about this recently. I was like, you know, you used to talk about curses and stuff. She's like, oh, I don't believe with, uh, believe in any of that anymore. But but be careful, okay? Like you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> so, so like I, like I get it. Like so like there's a part of, like like I like fundamentally don't believe in that stuff just because of like you know like I try to adhere to this or that. And uh, but at the end of the day, like when when I'm in the foxhole of the darkness of night, you know what I mean? I'm like. I ain't taking anything for for chance. You know what I mean? Like I don't like yeah. I just I just I don't believe in like in like <laughs> in like my safety in this situation because there's because it's floating around. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Let me close the door with the mirror on it. Let me <laughs> exactly. Like, exactly. before I go to sleep. Like let me close the bathroom door. Let me just close these and the curtains and you know. Right. Exactly. Cat gets up. I'm like, what do you see? Is there something in here that we don't know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Animals see that shit. Man. <laughs> they they tap in. They uh, they really do. And I uh, you know I think the uh, I think the animal uh, the, I think the horror movie dog is the most uh, unappreciated um, of like soldier in the world. Like people feel bad for the the horror movie dog, but like I think that they're just doing what they need to do. You know what I mean? Like we run and hide underneath shit and the horror movie dog is the hero who's like, you know what? Like, I'm just not letting this shit happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just uh, like, I'm just like, I am ride or die for this family. And uh, oh. I know, I know. It's a, but yeah. uh, I, I actually, I, I the dog from I am legend. And when we'll, Oh, when uh, we'll oh that's like, the worst. Oh my God, that's my a pretty soul. rough one. That's a, that's yeah. a, that's a rough one. Um, oh. I actually wrote, for, uh, there was a, a satire paper, uh, I wrote for the Hard Times and a couple other satire papers, but there was a movie-based one called The Plot Twist for a while. It's still kind of, it's, I think it's in uh, hiatus right now. But um, one of the ones I wrote for them was uh, a horror movie dog can't believe it has to die for this family. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, like why am I going to die for these idiots? Like, uh, like <laughs> these kids are... These they kids messed are, with the cursed house. Not <laughs> right, me. that's like, why are, I'm gonna yeah. do Why it. Is my job to save them. <laughs> this is Why their is this choice. My job? I need a new family. <laughs> exactly. Like this guy I'm can't hold it. This guy can't hold a job, and that's why we bought this cheap like farmhouse at the end of this road. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, 
this house built on tribal land, uh, tribal graveyard. <laughs> right, you know, exactly. Different place. I gotta, we gotta move it here. Now. And now I gotta die. Great. Yeah, perfect. What a really uh, so, Jim, did you did you grow up watching horror, or did you come to it later? So here's like my sort of history of horror, right? Like when I grew up, like I was, I watched the typical ones, like. Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, sure. uh, like the those. I think the, I guess the are those like the commercial ones. Like I was, yeah, those you know, are the mainstream ones. Yeah. And then like I fucked with like Texas Chainsaw Massacre a little bit, like the original one, which is fucking terrifying beyond Hell all. Yeah. And I was like I was like, this is next level. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what I'm saying? So like I feel like growing up, um, I was kind of like a surface level uh, horror movie person. Um, and then, like, when, as down the line, like, when I got into Saw and I saw the first one and I was like, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like this, yeah. right? Like, yeah. I just think from, like, story-wise or just conceptually, I'm just like, this is something that I've never seen. And uh, at the end, and we were, Don and I were talking about the end, when mm-hmm. Jigsaw fucking stands up mm-hmm. and you're like, Yes. Spoiler alerts, however many years later. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we just counted off the it was all spoilers. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying, like, so this this series isn't one of my favorites. I do love, um, you know, I, I definitely love, like, the Hellraiser series. I never yeah. watched I watched Freddy Krueger when I was younger, but, like, my sister tormented me with it. So like I still can't watch it. I'm 42. Like I, that's just a no <laughs> for me. But like Saw never peaked. I think after uh, like the fourth one, I was like, all right, I don't know if I need to watch this anymore. But the first one I remember, and I was telling Jim like the end being like, and then he gets laying on the fucking floor. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. H. Christ, man. Like, bro, I, like, think, I, I like to chill, but, you know. What I think is funny is I think if anybody says that they like every one of the Saw movies, they're lying to themselves because there's, <laughs> like, you can't. There's no way that you can like every Saw movie because, like, you were saying, after four, it's like, I mean, honestly, in my opinion, after three, it's like, all right, now you're just, now you've built your, you've, like, booked yourselves into a corner and you have to figure out how this story is going to come around and, then it just becomes like this weird thing. But yeah, there's some people that are like, oh, I love every one of them. It's like, no, you don't. You don't have to be that person. You don't. That's right. Okay. <laughs> and, and, they'd be, and they'd be okay if you didn't. Right. Like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you come and check it out. Right. The newest one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, well, I think that's, it's weird with sequels. Um, I, I, I feel this way uh, uh, is the reason why why people in general don't like them because there are sequels that are even better than the first and, and, and the same thing with remakes and stuff. But the reason people don't like sequels and the reason they get so maligned in general is, is the diminishing returns. People are expecting that first one was so fucking good and groundbreaking and, and, and well done. And even if you're going back for basically the same thing, you, you you're going to compare it to, to what you saw and, and the people that are making it, are just they're doing it just to do it again i don't know it's 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 hard for me to explain it reminds me of in wrestling when wwe something works really well they just keep doing it to diminishing right. results 
And it just like, because you can't catch that first time. And unless you go somewhere completely different, it's going to get boring fast. So yeah, wrestling, and wrestling, think- wrestling really did ride that big muscly dudes, fake fighting thing for (laughs) (laughs) 40 years the whole time time. well i'm saying yeah but for sure fine whatever (laughs) yeah whatever it's like a perpetual chasing the dragon like we're always like the sequel will never we're we're always trying to just you know right get that that same hit but and unless you take a left turn go ahead I was going to say, I feel like a, like a lot of um, even film and just in general, you get caught up in like, you don't fix what's not broken. Mm-hmm. And if you saw that, if you saw that the first saw was this fucking blockbuster, you're like, well, we have to keep doing this because we right. know that it works, right? But then it's like, and then you do get caught up in that diminishing return where you get to like saw 85 and you're like, right. <laughs> All right, man. So who is the expected killer and how are you going to have this person murder themselves? Let's find. (laughs) Um, I mean, go ahead. But just imagine them being in the writer's room for that. How much fun as a writer yourself, how much fun that has to be to like sit around and cook up those skills. Like it's like, yes, there's definitely diminishing returns, but at some point it just sounds like a fun job. Like, okay. Oh, totally. And I think that's what has kind of kept the uh, Mm -hmm. fan base of Saw is that like, it's the, it's the traps, right? Right. Exactly. And it's also very similar to like Final Destination where it's just about kills. Right. Yep. (laughs) Yep. And, and I also think too, um, at least with Saw is you have this sort of like uh, suspense and kind of almost like, Faustian deal that everyone has to make and they're playing off of their own vices of just like, you know, you were, you, whatever, threw your life away because of X, Y, Z. Now here's your test because you threw your life away. You have to fucking cut off your hand or whatever trap. Right. So it's like, you have those, I guess, higher level thinking behind just (laughs) murdering for murder's sake. Right. Um, But you know, like fuck him. Like, yeah, sorry I didn't make the right choices. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, oh, God. Like, you chose. <laughs> you ain't shit. Fuck you. Listen, and the latest one, the latest spiral that saw, I, I just watched it. He's killing dirty cops. And yeah. Like, yeah, that's cool. That's cool. You actually told me to watch it. Yeah, last night when I saw you, uh, you, you were like, because I haven't seen any, I don't think, past five. And, and I've wanted to see Jigsaw and Spiral because they both seem like they're not, probably because they're not called Saw. <laughs> I'm like, maybe they're different. Right. So I watched Spiral last night. And actually, I think it, it's probably my second or third favorite Saw at this point. It was really yeah. cool. It was a lot of fun. And Chris Rock's performance, I, th- I think he got a lot of heat from it. But I think it made sense. It also seemed like he was very torn playing a cop, but also really excited like to be playing yeah. a cop as, as Sam Jackson's son and stuff. Like that must, in a Saw movie, like I think he, he was super, it seemed, his performance was like, he seemed really excited about doing that, but also torn that he was a cop <laughs> in a movie. And- well, he was also, he was one of the writers. Like he was one of the people that wrote that movie. So, oh, I didn't oh know that. yeah. 
Yeah, he absolutely was. He was one of the one of the main writers on that film, and that's why it got made because he was the one that presented it to them. And oh, cool. He'd been a fan of, yeah, he'd been a fan of the series for a long time, and uh, so a lot of the stuff that's in there, like his dialogue and the way that he acts and everything, it's because he wrote it. He wrote the part for himself. Well, I guess that would make sense because, like, and I was talking to Don about this. There's a scene in the film where he's like in it he's an undercover cop he goes into like an alley to buy drugs and he's like talking to his partner and he goes this place just looks like new jack city <laughs> <laughs> i'm like, like yeah i was like, literally literally yeah. just came here to say Buki. you um, want to go <laughs> here it is uh, I like, uh, you know, I like, uh, I, I think we need to like a little bit more Chris Rock appreciation. I think that for whatever reason, he doesn't get the love that I think that he deserves because I think he's actually pretty astounding. And like, you know, his stand up, like those, like Bigger and Blacker and all those, uh, they still hold up. They're still fantastic specials, you know, and a lot of comedy from that era is a little like, I don't know, like can be a little bumpy, but like, like, but his is like really still like those specials are still like gold, you know, and uh, like, I don't know. Like, the biggest uh, opinion that I, the biggest opinion that I've ever gotten crazy backlash on was when I said that Tambourine was better than Dave Chappelle's newest special at the time. And people, <laughs> dude, people lost their mind on me. I was like, Okay, whatever. I was like, take your mouth off of Dave Chappelle's ass and then sit back and watch both specials and you realize that Chris Rocks is way better. Like he's just a yeah. better special. I think so too. Hmm. I and I, I feel like, you know, and why that kind of uh that fanboying happens is that like Chappelle is really heralded as like a comics comic, right? Like yeah. he's you know, uh, uh the sort of bohemian he was i mean not anymore but was like the bohemian yeah. guy who was like you'd find in the village hanging out like that was him right whereas i feel like chris was more of this sort of like how yeah exactly like hollywood uh actor right whereas like Chappelle has that mystique about him right like disappeared to africa you know the whole the legacy of Dave, I think, is what lends itself to that sort of fever. Like everything he does is gold. Right. Well, and uh, I mean, I'm going to be real honest with you. I think he has one and a half good specials. Like, not to dig and get into Dave too much, but I think his first special, like Kill Him Softly, is good, and I think the next yeah. one is is good. Like halfway through, I think his entire run with with netflix i just don't think they're that great like i just like i think that they're fine and like and of course who the hell am i to be dogging on but i just don't think that they're i just don't think that they're at the level that they could be i think he's pretty good at explaining to people that he is the greatest comedian and so people have really kind of followed on that but like i just don't hear the brilliance out of those as i did like even in like tambourine which is you know arguably a more bumpy special but like but I think Tambourine is still like, it's still like really like, I feel like Tambourine was more just like Chris just being like super vulnerable and kind of like, this is what yeah, I'm yeah. doing now. You know what I mean? And I, so I think there was some like really good vibe to that. And um, and I mean, I tell you, if you go back and listen to the Chris Rock, the early Chris Rock shit, it is so amazing. And I don't, I never go back and listen to other, any Dave stuff besides Killing Him Softly. You know what I mean? His thing on the 15 year olds is great. His like, you know what I mean? But like, I don't like, I like, I almost say like to anybody, like 
tell me, recite a joke from any of the Netflix specials that isn't like trans related that we've heard because of the controversy around it. And like, there's just no, it's just not like, it's just not like his thing anymore. Now he's just like, kind of like a dude who just like, I don't know, maybe everyone. What's, what's this? We have Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle joining us on the Zoom call? <laughs> this is so strange. Yeah, in the lobby. Should you yeah. let them in? I feel like now is like a time for them. Hey guys. <laughs> Dave and Chris, uh, what are your thoughts you know, on? You know what's, al- what's always funny to me when people talk about Chris Rock being like the Hollywood comic, especially earlier on in his career. If you look back on Chris Rock's like movie stuff when he was young, like I, I mean, for sure, nothing screams big Hollywood actor like CB4. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> um, and, and then people forget, and people forget that Dave actually. Dave actually skipped a lot of uh, a lot of comedy and went to Hollywood first too. People forget that he was in Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and like that whole thing Gloss. seems to have actually been glossed over with him. So with Harry Elway's star of the song. Yeah, oh my <laughs> God! Oh, hell yeah! And, and, all and that was one of my critiques while we were watching it. Like, oh my God, he's awful. <laughs> I, I do have to say. <laughs> I, 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 Sorry, Carrie Elwes. I like you and all the other things. Yeah, for <laughs> I, sure. I have to say, like going back and like watch because we just watched Saw before uh, before the podcast here is like Carrie's acting. Oh, I'm like <laughs> I, there had to have been some point where the director's like, all right, cut. So Carrie, I really need you to believe that this is your family that's kidnapped. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're smiling <laughs> and that is not what a man whose family is kidnapped as he is in a basement uh, would do. So let's do <laughs> right. the, accent, the British accent was coming out. Right. Uh, right. Gravy. Yeah. You're like, bring uh, a little of that Princess Bride awesomeness at all. Do you remember <laughs> do you remember being in the Princess Bride? Because like I clearly like I don't know if you're the same guy. Like it's you know, like, yeah. right. And I was, my theory is that um, he's used to like hamming it up. Like, you know, when I think about Robin Hood, Men in Tights, and I think of the Princess Bride, everything was just yeah. Mel Brooks, ham comedy, Mel Brooks stuff, you know? And sure. this isn't that. Mm-hmm. Um, you are in a basement. You're in a basement. No, there's one thing I would have learned, would have like, if there's one thing I would have like probably take, if there's something I, let me say this properly. If there's something I would have properly, something I would have taken from that situation is, is like maybe just next time, just cut the fucking hand off or foot off right off the bat. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like clearly, clearly, clearly it's coming down to that. Like that's why they left the saw. Right. So right. maybe you just like, you know, maybe just be like, you know what? Like, like, I don't necessarily know if I need to play this out. You know what I mean? Like, like, let's just, let's, let's like, okay, here's a way out. Let's well, do it. You know, better do it. Yeah. instead of a lot of talking, there was a lot of talking and trying to figure out it was, it was an escape room. That's what, right. And I'm, and, yeah. and I'm wondering, and I had this, I was like, did escape rooms kind of proliferate after Saul? Like, did that become oh, a thing yeah. after Saul came out? Because I don't I think so. Or, you know, when I was a teenager. Right. Yeah, but this is like a really creepy escape room, and I'm just like, figure it. Uh, there's just so much talking. You guys are talking so much instead of doing the things that you're told to do. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. 
And like, uh, and it, I will say, and I feel like maybe this is a hallmark of any good movie or maybe even a horror movie where I'm just like, shoot him. <laughs> fucking shoot him. Why the fuck are you, why are you trying to arrest this man? You shoot every other person for no fucking reason. Right. Right. Christ, man. You know he's a murderer. Well, you trigger him. happy 99% of the time. <laughs> oh, and then, but now you want to get his life story and you want to get some background context. Right. Get the fuck out of here. You Murder. need the reasons. Right. Come no, on, man. But yeah, I was out. We were screaming at TV. Fucking murder. Murder jigsaw right now. Too many, too many points where there could have, where, obviously where the movie would have been ended. Like, sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. Under- but I was just like, my God, if you don't shoot this man in your house, the woman who just tied you up with your daughter, come on. Well, I think yeah. that is good because that's, uh, you know, it's getting the emotions out of you of, of wanting to, to, for the bad to be extinguished. Like that's, I think that's an excellent hallmark. That's the number one thing, I think. If a movie can get me to want the bad guy taken out, I'm stoked. It's just good yeah. versus evil. And that's why I watch horror movies. It's why I watch wrestling. It's like, I love that shit. So. I, I think though that the underlining reason that he didn't take him out is because like all Americans, we value hard work. And there is, and, and, like, um, and like, there's nobody working harder than Jigsaw. Like, I mean, like, come on, like, let's let's be real. Like, that dude is putting in hours. Yeah. Uh, like, I mean, like, this is like, 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 there's shit I like. Like, I like, I like a Philly cheesesteak. You know what I mean? Like, I love a Philly cheesesteak. I, I will, I will not drive over 25 minutes for one. You know what I mean? And then, and like this guy, like, that's that's not worth my time. You know, that's a diminishing return for me. So Jigsaw <laughs> Jigsaw has to, like, have, like, this, like, I mean, I just, like, like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, wow. Like, I mean, this is, like, I mean, this is, like, 10 years of planning for each of these traps. And he's got to get these people. And he's got to, like, do all this stuff. And it's, like, I In just. In the middle think, of cancer treatment, which is intense. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, he's pretty, <laughs> he's not doing hot the whole time. Yeah, he's, no. like. And then to like, like my whole problem is, is like, if I was laying on the ground there, I would start thinking of shit I had to do. You know what I mean? Like, I would like, I, like, like, you know what I mean? Like, if I'm laying in the middle of two guys stuck in this room, I'd be like, man, you know, I should really get up. You know what I mean? Like, like. <laughs> All right, then. this is gonna hurt later. All right, I scratch. <laughs> what if you have to piss? I, like, you know, yeah. right? Like exactly. What if you like remember that you have to empty the dishwasher? You know what I mean? Can you? Can you like? <laughs> Like, did I turn off the stove? Did I lock the door? Right, exactly. Yeah. Do we really think that Saul would have forgotten those things, though? I mean, come on. Well, that's a good point. He seemed pretty, yeah. <laughs> See, now, now I want an alternate timeline. Now I want an alternate timeline where Jigsaw gets up in the middle of the movie because he forgot to feed the cat. <laughs> he just shuffles out real quick doesn't say anything he's like hey guys don't worry about this I'll be back <laughs> and then comes yeah, back, yeah. Comes back <laughs> and just lays right back down <laughs> right, still be scared I love it all right I'm scared I just I need to I need to go with something I'll be right back I'll be right back comes back he's got a bag of chips you know <laughs> outside of the first one the, I think the, the storyline they they just to, to, to do so many more sequels, they had to just get crazy with the writing. So I kind of stopped paying attention to the stories about halfway through the third, the fourth. I think yeah. I've only seen five. 
of the saws. And I'm not sure. I think there's seven or six. I don't know. Not counting Jigsaw and Spiral. Anyway, um, so I just started sticking around for the kills because honestly, there's still solid, awesome kills throughout. Uh, specifically, the uh, the syringe pit was one that always yes. got me. I, I, that, that's always the one I think about. The syringe yeah. Pit. I do, everything past one is a blur. So I think it was Saw 3 mm -hmm. where they're in the house and everyone has to work together. Yes. And yeah. Amanda, who was the acolyte mm -hmm. of Jigsaw, mm -hmm. she yep. was a drug addict and her test was she had to get into a pit of syringes to like find a key, key. or something. Yeah. I do remember that one. And I the see. asshole guy throws her into the pit. Yeah. Uh, and it fucking stabs her robot. Oh. It's fucking wild, man. And like, I just think that like, I mean, and like clearly like asshole guy was chosen for that. But like, if it was up to me in that situation, that's the time you start being like, like a good person. You know what I mean? You're like, you know, maybe I should quit like hedging my bets. I'm like, you know, like I'm just going to be right. an asshole and I'm going to win this. It seems like that's like, I mean, like, I mean, have you seen Willy Wonka? Have you seen like, I mean, like, 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 clearly it doesn't work out if you're like the dick. You know what I mean? Like you are not, gonna, you were not, you were not like, like ending this well if you're like, that's like, it's just not how it works. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I'd be like, yo for you yeah. uh, should you decide to go this route, right? Yeah, exactly. And, then, yeah. I, and I think in, in yeah, Saw 3 is pop. I feel like because I think Saw 3 is where I left off. Or maybe it might have been Saw 4. Um, but if I remember correctly, in Saw 3, there is a woman who had to reach into these two glass boxes. For yeah. And there was like um, blades, blades that like, okay. as she reached in, it slowly started to cut her arms and shit. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it all like blurs for me, like all of them. So like you're saying this, I was like, oh, that was three. Like if you say another one, I'm like, oh, that was in four. Okay, I remember this. Mm -hmm. I remember this. Yeah, yeah, I'm sort of in the same boat. Yeah. Yeah. Me good too, with that right? though. I'm like, like I was talking about before. It's really just about like the writing of these. Sh you know what I mean? Like it's like I kind of like I don't need it to be any better than that. To be honest with you, like it's it's a weird yeah. thing to say, but like it's like with Final Destination and Paranormal Activity movies, it's like. It's kind of like going to be the same thing every time um, until they got to paranormal next again. That's a little different, but like, like it's upper middle class households uh, with the exception of the marked ones, which wasn't that, but um, um, it's upper middle class households and paranormal activity. And then just like a slew of spooky shit. You know what I mean? So like, right. like I don't care if it was in three or four, you know, I think my favorite scare in paranormal activities in three with the sheet. Um, but that's, um, you know, that's cool. And then like, and then with, with, uh, so is the, is the head trap thing, uh, the, the jaw thing. That's, that's which one? one? That's one. That's one. Okay. Yeah. Um, cause that thing's amazing. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, and like in, um, in paranormal activity. Yeah, or in uh, in Final Destination, fuck, it's like the same thing except they just like it's. There's like, some great, great death scenes yeah. in those movies. They, yeah, they, Final Destination gets your adrenaline like, ooh, yeah. Like, oh, God, the the truck with the um lumber. 
Yeah. And like on the highway, and I'm just like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't. It's like my anxiety goes up. I, I live in the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> we drive behind. I post them online all the time. Like I, I drive behind trucks uh, uh, with full of lumber all the time. Like on the highways, just oh. have them all the time. And so, like you know, I have to take a picture and be like, I'm not getting final destinations today. That's like, uh, <laughs> like uh, we, the, the next exit. <laughs> exactly. The trick is. The trick is, is you have to get a car in between you and the final destination. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, because, because that final destination is a motherfucker. They'll, they'll catch you. You know what I mean? It's so, so gotta, good at what it does. <laughs> exactly. Like, you just got to stick it in, stick it in, you know, stick somebody else in its way. You got to offer up a sacrifice, basically. You know what I mean? So you got to, like, slow down, let the car behind you go, and then you get behind it, and then it speeds up in front of it, and you're like, perfect. You, you, do, you take the, you take the. Go ahead, car. Go ahead. <laughs> you got it. Figure it I, out. I know how this works out. Uh, cool. Um, so do we want to get into the questions? Oh, sure. Let's yeah. do you it. Guys, you get, all right. Um, so, yeah, six opinionated questions. Uh, we'll start with Don. Can't find, oh, there they are. Um, I'd probably have these memorized. Anyway, so yeah, um, <laughs> you, you just uh, you can explain your answer if you want. You can pass if you want, no problem. But we're uh, super serious about answers. Uh, Got it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Freddie. Okay, first one, Freddie or Jason? Oh, Jason. I love it, Jim. <laughs> You know what? As a as a comedian and the brutal one-liners that Freddie would throw out, I go Freddie. I love it. That's a uh, it's it's actually super common. For, <laughs> it's super common for comedians to pick Freddie just because, like, yeah. I mean, he's he's good. You know, his timing's on. He like yeah. great, the wit. I think there. we had one comedian go with Jason and then talk themselves into Freddie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go like, okay, like it's. You know. Again, I was tormented, so Freddie will right. always be yeah. in the bottom of my list because I don't want to be murdered in my sleep by right. a ghost. <laughs> um, and Jason, you know, uh, Jason's style, like, just, I mean, I love the, the sweater, the, the, the red and green Freddie's sweater is amazing, but the mask is, is real yeah. tough. The silent, Jason you know. most of my childhood because oh, my brother had a hockey mask. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'm are. Jason every year now. Quick aside for like why I kind of gravitate towards Freddy here to see the Nightmare on Elm Street piece is like just the idea that like if you fall asleep, you're going to die. Like inevitably, you are going to fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like, that's yeah. Terrifying. Like you can you know you can outrun Jason, right? Yeah, you, you cannot go to up. summer camp. Yeah, <laughs> you could. Yeah, you could just stay in the city. Yeah, like, you're exactly. Go to Camp Crystal Lake. You can just be at. If he shows camp. up, just stay out of Times Square because that's usually where he's going. Anyway, <laughs> right. go to Union Square. <laughs> just get on the queue and just go to. Uh, exactly. I, I I bring this up about Jaws all the time. The real villain in Jaws is capitalism, because yes. like a shark is a terrible villain. Because, like, all you have to do is be like, oh, man, there's a man-eating shark in this beach. Fuck this. I'll just go to a different beach. But that, <laughs> but that or just not go to the water. You know, I'll just go to the swimming pool. Swim in a pool. I'll go to a lake. Right. Like, and, but, like, but the thing is, the town will 
die if they're because they're, they're so counting on the the revenue from the from the and Tourism. people like to blame the mayor but the mayor's like that poor bastard's just like stuck between a rock and a hard place because like like we either send people out to die or like the town dies you know what i mean like he's an like, agent of capitalism yeah exactly exactly <laughs> and then, so like the capitalism like the capitalism like forces the forces the death in there because a, a shark is a shitty villain because like literally i'd be like all right i just like you know i mean like you can even like probably go up into like up to your knees in water and not have like this shark be a problem you know what i mean like it's like yeah like it's i yeah. feel you yeah and yeah. so like you know what i mean so like yeah Anyways. all right next question uh i'm gonna throw this to both of you whoever jumps in uh what's the difference between thriller or horror huh hmm. good question I never see, ooh, I feel like thrillers wouldn't, are not always scary because a thrill could, like, I don't know, for me, thrill is a positive word, but a thriller is not always scary. It, it may just kind of like shock you, but horror for me, whenever I see thriller, I skip that section of the, um, streaming service like i need right. horror, so i need there right. to be you know um um and not like a psychological thrill. like i need a murderer or a monster or a zombie or a vampire like this is what i need as my horror so that's what that's my answer see i'm i guess i'm kind of uh a little bit on a different wavelength with it in that i feel like thriller to me like saw is an example of a thriller mm. right where in my mind it's like okay there's someone locked in a basement they are being psychologically tortured because they can't fucking leave there's a phone they try and call and they can't but it's a one-way like there's all these things that are tearing away at this person's uh just life uh, uh psychologically whereas like horror is like just the murdering like I feel like uh, like Friday the 13th is horror because mm -hmm. it's this motherfucker running around butchering the shit out of you. Right? <laughs> right, right, right. That to me is horror. Whereas mm -hmm. thrillers are like Seven or like mm -hmm. Saw where like that could really happen. <laughs> yeah. like, Saw could happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like you could really have that shit. So that is my answer as to the difference between thriller and horror. Similar. Similar. I like it. <laughs> yeah, that's good. No, those are both excellent. Yeah, we've had some, it, and it's great. Like I kind of count most thriller as horror. I think when it when when the the antagonist has a gun, it's a thriller for me. Mm. <laughs> you know, like, okay. yeah. um, and and when it's like some sort of other way to kill people, then it's kind of horror. But you know, it changes. Oh. Um, I throw a lot under the horror umbrella. Um, we've had answers that are just like bodily fluids. Oh um, that's horror <laughs> and i think that works great that could be porn so. <laughs> <That's laughs> <true too. laughs> yeah. um, all right uh, uh don what horror movie influenced your taste the most Ooh. i know it's tough it is so hard. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously, Nightmare on Elm Street is like my like 
I can't go near that. It influenced um, your fears for sure. It influenced my fear, still does. I mean, even all my therapy, I still haven't gotten rid of that fear. Um, but I really think that I really, really liked Hellraiser. Yeah. Because it, um, it brought forth to me like, Oh, this villain is not really a villain. Like he he's awful. Hell Pinhead is awful, but Pinhead is also not that awful. You know, like that whole belief of I, I like that you could you're not necessarily all bad, all good if you're a villain. Um and you, then I started realizing that more every time I saw um a horror movie. So like Candyman, like, oh, okay, well. Candyman mm. isn't all bad, all good, you know? So, like, it starts kind of opening your mind to different um, perspectives. Sure. Not, right. all, not, all, not all people that murder are bad. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> right. Like, well, just murder. That's super cool that Hellraiser brought you to that, too. Yeah. I, love, I don't know why. I was like, Pinhead is making sense. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's making sense. Uh, Jim, you got one? Well, yeah, I mean, I guess, I mean, Saw. Like, I feel there like he, what really got me and what I enjoyed about it or kind of inspired my stylings is, like, the psychological thriller. The, like, what would you do if you were fucking locked in a basement by your ankle? Would you cut your foot off or would you fucking rot? Like, what would you do? And I, I, I also really, in, like, I like the uh, playing of, like, the, the devil playing off of someone's faults as to yeah. how they're going. That's the, fault, the Faustian aspect of sure. it. Um, yep. Here is your shortcoming, and this is what will kill you. Or are you strong enough to work through your shortcoming in this sadistic way to then uh, become a murderer yourself like a man? So... <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> You know, uh, but yeah, I, I, would, I would go with Saw. Cool. All right. Well, we'll stick with you on this next one. Um, if you could erase one movie from existence, what would it be? Oh, man. What movie needs to fucking leave? <laughs> I don't even know, man. What? What movie? <laughs> um, I, was, I was about to say one, but I'm not going to say it. Um, go to Donna and come back to me. Okay, cool, uh, cool. In, in keeping with the horror yeah. aspect of it, okay, so like I watch all these cheesy movies on Amazon, right? Um, and there are so many, so, so many. Um, there's one called The Velocipaster. Oh, oh yeah. I've, I've seen it. I've, I've seen it on the thing. I haven't actually watched it yet, but I. I mean, it's I, awful. <laughs> <laughs> I gave it a shot. I was like, you know what? Let me just, let me just do this. Um, and he has a more deeper answer, I'm sure, because he's, you know, I hear his verbal brain going. But um, <laughs> that movie was just so, you know, when you're watching and it's just like, what type of randomness am I? We got a priest, we got a dinosaur, spirit, and a fossil. <laughs> and somehow this is a horror movie. This needs to go. <laughs> okay, but like, okay, I, I got to jump in here and defend Velocipaster for a second. <laughs> I, uh, listen, I only do because I'm only saying that, and by the way, I also never thought that sentence would come out of my mouth. But, <laughs> but to be fair, 
<laughs> that movie um that movie is for sure like made to be a horror comedy and also what they did with it like there's there's like visual effects and stuff that literally aren't even finished they like are on right? purpose on purpose all of that was on purpose it was literally just a tongue-in-cheek low-budget horror comedy. so all that oh, stuff that oh. we're like where it had like a thing where it's like insert effect here type of thing yeah. that was a running get yeah yeah, yeah, that was all done on purpose. It was it was a running gag through the whole movie, and they did. That now I want to see it. Purpose. Yeah. Well, now I step back. Now I'm not. I'm not okay. I can't. I can't. I can't. You know, poo poo a tongue in cheek comedy movie. Ah, uh, you can. It's fine. <laughs> We're mean to people that don't deserve it all the time. I'm yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> You should hear the things we say about Rob Zombie. Yeah, I think well, he so might deserve much. it though. Yeah, I don't think any of us—they're too much. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, uh, where were we there? Oh, Jim. Yeah, do you got one? Here's my problem, man. I've racked my brain of movies that I hate, and look, I just watched the shit that I like. <laughs> like, that, yeah, that's fair. I, I don't. I I know that's a shitty cop out, but like, there isn't a movie that I'm just like this shit sucks. Like, I really stick. If you really went through the catalogs of the movies that I watch, I only watch the same movies over and over. And or if someone's just like, you should watch this, fuck with it, then I do. So there isn't really like a movie that I would fucking be like, get out of here. You know. I'm, I wish I was better at this. I've done some. No, no, I like that. And, and, and you know, I, I appreciate the, the pass on that question as much as the answer, honestly, because, it, it, you know, I would I feel weird about it. I said scream, but I don't actually believe that. I just right. said it because I wanted to see chaos because I think scream was such a game changer and, and changed the horror, uh, you know, horror in in genre in general for the better. Um, so to see it not even exist would be weird. And I just like that. So yeah, it's fine. I love passing actually. It's great. You know what? No, fuck that. I got one. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> it, just, it just hit me. Um, I'm gonna say Dangerous Minds because I'm done with I'm done with white savior movies. Sure. Where, like, <laughs> All right. Pretty much if I could eliminate a genre film, maybe the white savior movie where All right. the white woman teacher comes in to save the wayward black people. Right. I don't like like I'm done turning a chair around to talk to Jamal about his grades. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna, but we can still keep the soundtrack. Like Gangsters Paradise is a great yeah. soundtrack. Sure, totally, yeah, totally, for sure. I love it. I, all right. I actually want I want all of those movies recast with Samuel L. Jackson from 187, and then we can keep those. Movies. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, Teacher, yeah, exactly. He's just, like, he's, oh. just, he's, he's just done. I also want yeah, like, I also want like the, like the black people teaching white people humanity. Um, has gone to, <laughs> that would be my take. Like, like driving Miss Daisy, like, you know what I mean? Like God love Morgan mm-hmm. Freeman. And I think it was the intention was great. And, and this and that, but like, let's be real. Like, like, like white people, we do not need, like, just be better. 
You don't need yeah. like you don't need we like need some a movie to tell we, us. <laughs> we don't. We can't be counting on just like some smart person to show up and like and like explain it to us. We go, oh wow, we have humanity. Like just be better and just like you know what I mean. Just like work harder at like not being such a piece of shit. Like I can't I, count on. I can't count on. You know what I mean. Like like black like black folks' emotional labor shouldn't be the. Uh, shouldn't be your stepping stone to <laughs> exactly exactly yeah you know, you know what i mean i maybe pain should fix your bullshit raising you know what like maybe i would feel a little bit better about the situation i'd be understanding more if just like uh, you know some black people just work harder you know what i mean like i find <laughs> it was seeking me seeking me out and and teaching me you know what i mean because <laughs> god forbid i can't figure this out on my own you know what i mean like, <laughs> You are so brave to come to that conclusion. <laughs> <laughs> I know. This is, I'm, I'm not wearing this cape for no reason, you know? Um. <laughs> um, all right, Don, I think I know the answer to this one, but um, are ghosts real? Oh, well, I, yes, I do believe in the spiritual realm. <laughs> you know, Paranormal Activity is actually another uh, series that I don't watch. Really? Because I live by myself. And I was like, I don't know if I want <laughs> to sit with this. My my best friend, Anthony, he loves paranormal, like those type of movies, like the ghost, the shock, the like, there's nothing there, but there is something there movie and loves that. And I was like, nope, I do not. I live by myself, not into it. Um, but I do believe in, you know, the other worlds. I don't know about like if they present themselves in the way that you see on movies, right? Like in terms right. of that type of stuff. Sure. But I do believe, you know, that there are spirits and you know watching over us. Cool. I haven't seen. I've only seen. I think the first Paranormal Activity, and I didn't really care for it, which is why I didn't see any of it. But um, I've heard they're they're actually pretty good. But I have a question, real quick, for anybody that's seen them all or most of them. Um, if you just don't record anything are you fine <laughs> no, no 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 it's it's oh uh, it's there's a there's a pretty elaborate story actually okay all right first, first of all there's just seems very so, first of all there's this this demon named toby which is actually like a really great name for a demon i, I will always give them the credit for <laughs> oh. naming him toby because it's like i thought you were joking right there <laughs> no 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 it's not and like toby toby is a great name for a demon and i'm sorry it's just like it's, no that's a, yeah because it's kind of fucked up um, you know, and uh, like, it's, like it's such a benign name, but it's like, and uh, and there's like a if you have to watch them all. There's like there's a coven of witches, and there's a whole like there's a whole story to what's happening. All right. So like it's um it's it's um it's really really it, you should really watch the marked ones. The marked ones is actually really good. It takes place in like a like a Latino neighborhood, and it's like they're not. It's the only one that isn't like upper middle class white people that we you know what I mean like in like kind of fancy McMansions. They you know that have a ton of stuff like and, the, and it's one of the ones that really pulls off like uh found footage as like found footage as opposed to like sometimes found footage is a, like a little weird you know what i mean yeah. you're like how did how, why did, what was the decision to like be recording right now you know what i right. mean like you know, <laughs> so. yeah i think about that a lot actually when they're running <laughs> and then can, you can still see the monster and be like, I wouldn't be trying to film this. No, <laughs> no. Yeah, I'd be more focused on other things. Like, yeah. <laughs> I gotta get the fuck about it. Um, all right, Jim, ghosts? Yeah, I mean, 
reason I say yes is because like th there's too much wild shit that cannot be explained. Like there's too much of the, and collectively, like there's too many people that have seen similar experiences of right. supernatural activity that independent of film, et cetera, where it's just like, all right, there's no way that this could have happened this way. That's Something. a good point. I actually never really thought about it like that. Like, yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> right. Like, like, I'm just like, it doesn't happen to me, so it's probably not real. But like, yeah, that's a good point. I mean, which brings me to my actual one of my favorite uh, horror universe, horror movie universe, I guess, collective is The Conjuring. I love all of those. Even the cheesy one like Annabelle and like all like or like the Oculus and all of those. I love all of that stuff. I think that they were done really well. well the first ones with, you know, act the based on the two, you know, actual ghost hunters were really good. I I I mean Graham Graham has a, a, a different opinion than me, but I really love all like the Conjuring movies, except for like maybe the most recent one. Um and uh, and like while like the Ghost Hunter, where the Warrens were actually kind of like really shady in real life, like fictional, <laughs> like I feel like the Warrens are like cops. Like there's fictional cops I like, you know what I mean? Um, which non-fictional cops, yeah, that's a little different story. Um, but um, but like uh, but it's, fictional uh, Warrens I like, yes, yeah, it's like. like <laughs> Like, uh, like, you know, like, I love RoboCop. You know what I mean? Like, RoboCop is my favorite movie. <laughs> like, if they came out with an actual RoboCop, I would be like, this, this is no, fucked up. They have. <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. Like, yeah. I just found out it's not based on a true story. Right. <laughs> but no, the, yeah, the war, but the Warrens are, um, but the Warrens were like really fucked up shady people in real life. And so sometimes it's weird to like celebrate them. But on the other hand, like in a fictional universe, I think that they're fine. I mean, like, you know, like, I mean, uh, there's a, there's a load of grifters out there, but I, but like, particularly the first Conjuring movie, I think is absolutely great. Um, I enjoyed the Annabelle movies. There's actually some really like weird, scary shit in there. Um, and, mm -hmm. uh, and the Conjuring um, and Saw were both, uh, James Wan, right? Yep. Yep. Oh. And, uh, yeah. Same director. Same director. Yep. Okay. So, and he also did Aquaman. Um, uh, <laughs> which is, is he the one that did In the Heights? No, who's the director of In the Heights? I that there was one. Lin Manuel? No, no, no. The he was not the director. Oh, okay. A, I'm gonna Google it. Okay, in the in the um. I that name sounds very familiar because of Aquaman. Yeah, he did, he did Aquaman, which actually I was watching some of it the other day, and it kind of looks like those old school Marines commercials or like Navy commercials where there was like lots of like cool, like never has there been a commercial that for like that looks so cool for something that was probably so lame. But like those old school like like Marine commercials where like like this like the fucking Battle of the Dragons and shit like that. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> yes, yeah. No. Do you have what it takes to join the core? <laughs> exactly. Like, and like, are you going to be a cool? It's John M. Shu did uh, ah. did uh, in the Heights. So no, not James Wan. Um, okay. Yep. So um, cool. What's all right? Actual, all right. We got the last one. So um, if if you guys haven't seen this, it's fine. Um, you can take these as uh, recommendations as well. But uh, Midsummer or Hereditary. Oh, I've seen both. Jim, have you seen either? 
I have not seen either. Um, so this is this is on Tom. I'm gonna go with okay. So I saw Hereditary, and I knew, and it was okay. I saw both. Midsummer, I didn't like. I really oh. liked Hereditary, and I think right. Hereditary gave me. I, I don't know. I like Tony Collette. Yeah, for um, sure. And Midsummer just felt like I was on drugs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and really bad things cult cult like movies don't freak me out that much like those don't scare me but hereditary did so midsummer was very um yeah i didn't really like it I, w- I would go with hereditary cool i'm a, I'm a hereditary like, fan myself acid trip it was like an acid trip to ikea yeah, exactly. That's yeah. exactly how it was. That's pretty. Actually, I really love that. Yeah, yeah. I, I go with Midsummer. It's one of my absolute favorite movies of all time, I think. But um, I, I understand why people don't like it or why they much prefer Hereditary. But it really like the I will say about they're both beautifully done, like just visually for different reasons. So like, Hereditary, yeah. that dark, that dark beauty, but like Midsummer is like technicolor dreams. It yeah. is like gorgeous to watch. It's gorgeous to watch until people start jumping off the cliffs. Yeah, that's another. Yeah, it's the same director that did both of them too, Ari Aster, and uh, just what he's done with his first two movies, basically, I think is incredible. Um, and yeah, Jim, if you haven't seen either. I, I highly recommend both of those. Is Hereditary also an A24 film? Yeah. 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 Um, both those oh. uh, both those movies are made by the same person. So on A24. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, I saw someone had posted, um, which I wasn't expecting from this particular person to post because he writes about um, just like black things like black people and black culture things and he made a list of just like the best horror movies from a24 and i was like oh okay i may have to watch all of these on this list i saw a couple but it was good to um to see that so it was just interesting that that came up i'm actually curious as to what he suggested so i'll look it up um because it's uh that's a uh, um it would be good. I mean, A24 does a lot of good stuff. Uh, we we both yeah. we, yeah. we're, we we like uh, A24 stuff and Neon, which is like their uh, sort of uh, uh, another another. It's like Blumhouse's arty sort of studio. Um, yes. Neon does cool stuff too. They also did like uh, Parasite, which I think is like one of the best. Yeah, Blumhouse. Yeah. Well, Blumhouse is intense. They they dropped like a. There was a good month where they just dropped like six Blumhouse movies on. What is it Amazon? Or Amazon, Amazon, yeah, they have a and deal with Amazon. Like, this is heaven. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's 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 uh, like the decisions that go into that company are just so good. I mean, just the like, it's just nice that horror fans became content creators. You know what I mean? Like because yeah. like, you, so it's not just like studio executives who are just like, well, this plays to this. Like you like 
Like you would never like it's just like you get movies like Oculus from Blumhouse and like you know what I mean like things that like and they kind of launched Mike Flanagan's career who's the uh, director of that and uh, um, you know and it's like it's just like it's just nice when like actually fans we are able to like sort of control the, the you know what I mean it's like because you just end up with like really um, just stuff that you know we want to see like it's what we wanted to do you know yeah it's great awesome. Awesome. Great job. Great job. Yeah. You, know, you, uh, you, you know, Jim, just gotta, just gotta see those movies and then, uh, and then you can yeah. uh, text fuck you back to us. Like, why did you, <laughs> you watch that? I will, I will circle back. Jim, what do you think, what do you think about a, a child's head laying on the side of the road covered in ants? How do you feel about that? Um, well, like <laughs> he's driving. Exactly. First of all, if I stop, then I might be a suspect. So (laughs) (laughs) I'm not ready to talk to the authorities. Um, (laughs) Yeah, that's uh, keep on pushing. There was a weird. uh, I don't know. I would consider it a thriller. um, This movie, I want to say, called Perfection. Is Perfection or something? I don't know. The Perfection. Yes. Was it with, the music? Yes. The, the cellist and stuff? Yeah. That shit made my, I was just like, what is this that I am watching? Yeah. <laughs> Ants on the Side of the Road made me think of that because that movie was insane with. Yeah. Just, it was a mind blow. I like that movie. Yeah. It was good. Uh, who who was it? It was the. Uh, it was the, Lauren. I can never remember her name. She was in Get, Get Out, I think, right? No, yes, yes. Yeah. It was the, the girlfriend from Get Out and Laura, uh, Laura, the girl from Dear White People on the series. Yeah. The main character from Dear White People, the series. Um, yeah, they were both, it, it's wild. There's like an amputation. It was, it's insane. Okay. <laughs> I'm about it. <laughs> so. Anytime you're cutting something completely off, it just makes a movie that much better. You know what I mean? Allison like whether Williams. It's a- Allison Williams. That's right. That was her. She was in Get Out. And I think that's yeah. Brian Williams' daughter. Yes, actually. it is. Yeah. yeah. Brian Williams. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, cool. We're doing uh, recommendations. Let's do recommendations. Jonas. Yeah, let's see, let's yeah see. I got a couple. Uh, since we're talking about Saw, um, I'm going to do a recommendation for the two movies that were supposed to be a prequel to Saw that turned out to be really good movies. Um, the Collector and The Collection. Yep. So the, <clears throat> yeah, now, The Collector. They, are these part of like the Saw universe? Like, is this. Mm, no, no. No, when they were originally written, they were originally written to be like a lead in to the Saw films. Um, and then kind of after the fact they changed it up a little bit but they're both really really good movies on their own and the first one is about a guy who breaks into a house to steal something uh something from this rich family that he works for but when he breaks into the house there's actually already a killer in the house that has booby trapped the entire house so it's it's wicked it's a super fun movie yeah i love it um it's and, in my I've been seeing it, so I'm going to watch it. Yeah, watch it. Yeah. yeah. So both of those, by the way, both of those are on Tubi, uh, which is a great free streaming service. Um, and then I think oh. the collection is on Hulu. Yeah, Don, if you're looking for constant, uh, just uh, an endless supply of 
crappy horror, low any horror, Tubi is the way to go. Good to know. Okay. <laughs> it's completely free. It's got commercials, but it doesn't matter because you can watch basically anything you've never heard of. It's amazing. I love it. Cool. Mm, anything else, Jonas? No, that's all I got. I figured. I figured if we're going saw, then I might as well go with those. They're both. They're both like amazing, it. and I think they're. I think they're both pretty underrated and underappreciated too. So, um, for sure, I would check those out. Uh, Jonas was particularly quiet this episode, uh, everybody, because uh, he is in a Whole Foods in Manhattan's dining room seating area. That's how hard he works for this. For this that's true. Like he has to, He is sitting around people eating quinoa. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like some sort of quinoa salad is being consumed within feet of him, and he's still able to do a, a horror podcast. So, and so. I need to be very clear about this: I don't like that. Yeah, all. exactly. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> I'm not in, in that. That's funny. Graham, Graham, what do you? Yes. Got? All right. Um, the the new uh, Conway the Machine. God, don't make mistakes. Uh, I haven't really had a that chance. That was literally, to literally. Literally, they're gonna be my suggestion. Son of, all right, then you can, it can be yours. No, no, I'll, no, you got it, you got it, you got it. No, it's, no, it's, I just, I haven't even really gotten a list to it. I just saw that it dropped this week and yeah. uh, uh, yesterday, no, this weekend, but um, and uh, the Lockload Beanie Seagull is on there and stuff. I was really excited. It's, it's from what I heard already, super stoked about that. Um, Brass Against. I don't know if anybody heard has heard about Brass Against. They're a uh, like a brass rock band that covers Rage Against the Machine and other '90s alternative stuff. The lead, she's, she's the one who peed on the guy, right? Yeah, she peed on somebody in the middle a couple of the weeks show ago. Recently. Yeah, recently. got in a lot of trouble. It was consensual. It was fine. It was oh, weird. Oh yeah, I saw that. yeah, yeah. He had a GoPro on, and then she peed on his face during the show, but the GoPro <laughs> fell off. But he was fine with it. It was weird. <laughs> And, and anyway, but, but the thing is, it's like everybody was like really mad about it. And I was like, I don't know. Like, if people were, yeah, were, it's fun. I've seen were, worse. <laughs> there, were, like, there were kids there. And I'm like, yeah, I think kids can deal with that. You know what I mean? Like, I, you yeah. Know I mean? So it's uh, <laughs> all the time in public, <laughs> right. constantly. Um, yeah, they're the problem, actually. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> they just uh, dropped a, a new album, Brass Against Four. And uh, their stuff is a lot of fun, but they're. Uh, their cover of Cherub Rock by Sp uh, Smashing Pumpkins is super rad. And uh, so I'll go with those. All right. Um, oh, and Psycho 2, real quick, just horror-wise. Psycho 2, I feel like nobody thinks it's good. It's really fucking good. All right. That's it. <laughs> um, so I was going to go the new Conway the Machine. Um, it's very good. It's uh, If you are into Conway and Boom Bap in general – of which I am, and I think that uh, they have really, uh, I think the entire Griselda um, group, I think, but, I, but I like them all on their own better, um, personally, that's just me, like, I like them together, but, like, I am just a, a bigger fan of them on their own, uh, uh, the John Woo, uh, the John Woo flick, uh, song by Conway is great, but it's funny because it is with Benny the Butcher and West Side Gun, which pretty much just makes it a Griselda song. But it's a, yeah. <laughs> it's a, it's a, it's a very, um, it's a really great thing, and um, uh, it's a really great song. And uh, check that out. Um, you know, they are sort of, in some ways, I feel like they, uh, like, um, it's they've been nice because they're kind of the sort of the savior of uh, boom bap in general. And I kind of like their, uh, they have like the DIY ethics. You know, they uh, they. Um, uh, put out a lot of things themselves and i kind of enjoy that um um 
last uh i mean by the time this comes out the, the last episode of euphoria will be out and oh. um and i will be um i will that is it's probably out now it's probably somewhere now but i haven't watched it and uh um i'm hoping uh uh, hoping my man Fesco and Ash get out of that, uh, get out, get don't get out of that trouble. And, uh, and I'm hoping, um, do you, do you watch it, Don? Yes, I do. I'm obsessed. Don't you, isn't like Fez, Fez and Ash, like, like the squad goals for They're sure. They're the, you know what I mean? And like, don't you need like a 12 year old that just kills people like around you at yeah. all times? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> pistol whips with the rifle yes yes yeah like when he, when, when, like when he, when he has had like button that dude with the with the shotgun like uh to get the questions out of him and you're like man like like it's just like what maybe it's a sad state of affairs but i'm like man like that kid is doing good you know what i mean like <laughs> so. And and it's and it's amazing because that whole cast maybe not obviously not for like the Hollywood part of that whole cast but like that young man is like a boxer I think he's also in he's indigenous I think he is a uh, from a Native American uh, nation I don't know where but he's also a boxer and like Fez is also like some dude like they're just regular people that right. just got hired to be in this yep. crazy TV show. But that's so good. Yeah, it's so it's it's really good. It's a um, it's a um, it's like it's it's kind of one of a kind. So, mm -hmm. um, so it's um, it'll be on tonight. Um, if you haven't watched uh, Euphoria, I mean, it's kind of ridiculous. Uh, their their uh, representation of uh, high school uh, drama club uh, finances is maybe piss poor. But um, <laughs> um, but um, um, if you, anybody watched the last episode. Um, the billion dollar play that they put on but it's uh but it's a uh, it's worth it's worth a watch so um those are gonna be my recommendations uh this week um to y'all well i want to say first and foremost i am very uh surprised and delighted at your love of griselda records uh oh. <laughs> because they are they're from upstate new york they're from right around where i'm from so buffalo new york i'm very yep. proud to yep. see that upstate new york is on on the map uh in terms of hip-hop I mean, there's so much talent that's come out of there um, that's still there that has been undiscovered. And I feel like Griselda's really kicked the door open for a lot of that, like 38 Special, uh, sure. Rochester. Um, so, you know, so there's some dope stuff going on up there. Yep. Um, so, uh, that being said, staying with the Griselda uh, tune of things to recommend, um, Boldy James and Bo Jackson, uh, Boldy James and Alchemist uh, Bo Jackson. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Amazing. Um, Alchemist doesn't miss in terms of production. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's so incredibly dope, and Boldy is one of one of my favorites. And he recently joined Griselda, uh, but I want to say go listen to that. It's fucking great. Um, Dick Spencer and Sonny Jim's uh, Spencer for Hire Four, another great album to go listen to. Dick Spencer's uh, Rapper Out of Chicago. It's fucking great. Um, imagine if MF Doom and Redman uh, were. Uh, Turned into one, uh, that would be them. That'd be him, rather. Um, that's a really, that's a really good description of him because that's a really good. Uh, yeah. that's, you know what I mean? I had never really thought about it like that, but like, just like punchliney, punchy things with like, but like clever. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, it's yeah, yeah. And just uh, you know, just kind of on his own wavelength and just doing his own thing and just he's just fucking great, man. I really did uh, dip a lot. 
Um, so Bo Jackson and Spencer for Hire 4 and television. Of course, I'm going to go back to Abbott Elementary. Yep. We were talking yes. about our homie uh, Janelle James is on there. The show is fucking great. I love it so much. Um, and we were talking about last night, Graham, but uh, there, there are definitely teachers in that writing room uh, because it's so spot on <laughs> what a school runs like and so batshit. Uh, Janelle Skills Show, and shout out to Jordan Temple, who's a writer producer on that show. Um, but yes, go watch that show. It's so fucking good. I laugh every episode. It's, it's really so great. great. Such an amazing first season, too. Yes. It's like solid yeah. as hell. Like they know what they're doing. They've already got the characters fleshed out really well. It's so good. There's so much yes. room to go. I love it. And the storyline is so there. And like, I mean, yep. even just borrowing like the office esque breaking the yep. fourth wall as they do. It's just it's so, so awesome. So, um, yeah. From, from aggressive rap to uh, some funny stuff, guys. Uh, yeah, I love it. I, I want to back. I just want to back up one second. You did say 38 special and anytime that people bring him up, he's the most underrated rapper that you're not listening to. I mean, he has a pretty big fan base, but like he is, should be way bigger than he is. He is like 38 special is, is legit. And, and, uh, and it's nice that Rochester has like a little bit of love. You know what I mean? Like, like, Oh man. I mean, I'm telling you like upstate New York has some dope, dope MCs. Right. Um, you know, they, and I think we are kind of moving into and already in an, in a time where like you don't have to be from a major market to mm-hmm. pop. Like you don't have to be from New York, you don't have to be from LA, you don't have to be from Atlanta, right. Chicago. You can be from Buffalo. I mean, you can yep. be from Rochester. You can you know you can come out of wherever, and as long as you're dope, uh, as long as you got some good music, people want to hear it. And right. also, like, I'm an upstate New Yorker, so like. Sure. I know what the fuck they're talking about. Like, <laughs> when, I watch, when I watch Griselda music videos that are shot in Buffalo, I'm like, yo, that's Jim's stakeout. I know exactly where the fuck yeah, they that's, are. That's like, sweet. They're in the hood. Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. They're out there, man. And I don't think even people like like think of it like that. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I mean, like, like the, that exists in upstate New York. I think, the, you know, the idea is that there's like New York City and then and then there's, you know, in Connecticut, it's the same way. You know what I mean? Like, you, you don't think of Connecticut as, like, having areas where shit, where good hip-hop could come from. But you know what I mean? But you go to go to Bridgeport. You know what I mean? You can tell me that Bridgeport isn't a, a place that could have had a million fucking great hip-hop artists come out of it. Or, you know what I mean? Or, um, but, like, in upstates like that. Or even, like, you know, like, New Rochelle, for as rich as it is and shit like that. And, like, New Rock's got all sorts of shit. Like, you know what I mean? So there's, like, real shit that happens, you know what I mean, in a lot of places there that can, can spawn some great hip-hop. You know what I mean? So, um, and by the way, thank you for bringing up hip-hop on this show. We did, like, horror, <laughs> horror and metal, like, we, we talk about it so much. And it's, like, and, like, I, like I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of like metal. And stuff, but, I'm like, I'm a really, like, a hip-hop fan. And it's, like, kind of, like, who I am. So to be able to talk about it, I really appreciate uh, no, it. Man. So, so thank you for, yeah. So thank you. Yeah, I knew you guys would hit it off with the the hip hop. Wow. So, uh, (laughs) Don, what do you what do you got? I got no hip hop for you. So sorry. That's okay. Um, My recommendations. Okay, so yes, Euphoria. I would watch that. Um, I I I like I listen to podcasts. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I there's. There's a podcast called Wicked Words um, by it's on the Exactly Right Media Network. It's it's you know the same the media network that 
the from the creators of my favorite murder and all of that stuff. Mm. But it takes um, it's like investigative journalism and like on based on like old murders. So this um, this season they did one about it's like a whole the whole season is about this particular murder and she is a woman that like murdered some other woman because she thought that she was trying to get with her husband and it's like but her husband was a con artist and it happened in like 1930 so it was just like wild so i would recommend that for podcasts if you like true crime um horror something that is always in my mind because i was so surprised at how much i liked this movie was trained to busan oh yeah um i have a difficult international horror is a whole nother level of horror and i wish that i could watch more of it but i need to pay attention to subtitles in addition to watching the horror that's on the film so i get my brain can't do both at the same time but this one you don't need to know korean you can just see what's happening <laughs> i recommend that to anyone um and also people in new york i'm gonna plug our friends open a new bar uh beer wax has a now a queen's uh location it's in Ri Ridgewood, Ridgewood. Yep. um off the myrtle willow nope broadway myrtle nope myrtle willow where is it it's off the m so. the m or the l the Myrtle Avenue, Broadway stop. I want it. I don't know where it is. Broadway Junction? Is it Broadway Junction? Or you could go to, yeah, Myrtle Ave. Okay, so it's like Broadway Junction off the L train um, or the A or the or the M. And um, it's just this huge space. Right now they don't have, they don't have a liquor license yet, but it's going to be beer and vinyl, just like how Beer Wax is on Vanderbilt over here in Brooklyn um the space is ginormous it is uh there's like a space to dance floor if you ever want to do that you know they have snack it's just walls of records it's just a great space and they, um, they're gonna have comedy there they may there's uh we're we're in talks with, <laughs> we're, I'm, I'm talking about that um you know nice. currently at the beer wax vanderbilt location there is a hip-hop trivia comedy night mm -hmm. trivmatic which i host um, it's at the end of the month, usually last Wednesday of every month. I'm there hosting. I'm gonna, it's going to be the 23rd of March. Uh, we're going to have another Trivmatic go on. Um, so we're going to have some comedy. There's going to be some hip hop trivia. Trivia, I'm sorry, comedy's at seven, trivia's at eight. Come through Beer Wax, uh, Vanderbilt Ave in Brooklyn, seven o'clock, March 23rd. Yes. So um, they have another offshoot in Queens that has just recently opened in February. And so when you're in New York, when you come and visit back from Oregon, like that's another place to go vinyl beer. It's going to be, it's like Beer Wax Brooklyn, but like on steroids. Yeah. Well, the nice girl. <laughs> Sweet. Nice. Nice. Um, and then uh, and maybe, maybe I can be on the show there. Unlike Big Break. Uh, <laughs> 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 I will. I will open the doors for you, sir. Thank you. Ryan. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll send uh, you. Too. Um, uh, uh, it's it's. Really, I, I just like making. But we have actually had uh, Gabe on. We had Gabe on, on the show. Yeah. Uh, Gabe on the show. Um, <laughs> I just. Uh, yeah, I just have to. I just have to. You know, give a little poke. You know what I mean? Hell yeah. You know what I mean? Um, well, you guys have been awesome. Thank you so much for uh, showing so up and doing much. this with yeah. us. And um, um, 
And uh, thank you to everybody listening from all over the world. We've had a we've had a great um, a great turnout for our last couple episodes. We are let's see let's see how let's see drum roll please Canada uh, Canada let's see how where Canada's at. Uh, Canada is in third place still uh, still above New Zealand. I think we got the uh, uh, the Poltergeist OD Canadian bump. Um, but uh, so United States, UK, Canada, New Zealand, Germany, Australia, Sweden, Mexico, Netherlands coming in a thing. And now up on the scale, uh, Puerto Rico. So um, awesome. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so that's our that's our top. Uh, that's our top. We, we have a bunch of others, but uh, those are our top uh, top ones. We got some Brazil, some France, some the Turks and uh, uh, I always mess up this. Uh, Caicos Islands, like you know, Turks and uh, Caicos, and we have actually we have Russian listeners, which uh, you know, it's an interesting thing. Um, so we um, uh, we really appreciate everybody from all over the world. Uh, please go out and check out our Patreon. We have a um, we are on Patreon at AGHP six six six. We have three different tiers. Um, I promise to all our Patreon people, there will be new content coming up shortly. I just got to get it ready for y'all, so it's perfect. Um, and uh, we have a a very uh, exciting episode being posted soon uh, with our interview with uh, Quar. Um, so um, thank you so much for uh, tuning in. Uh, Graham, do you want to give a shout out to our Patreon supporters? Shout out to the Army of the Goddamned, Ron Knobloch, Kristen Pearl, Ashley Ketchum, Chris Fortune, Drew Muldowney, Alan Graham, and Jake Jolly. Dope. Yeah. Yeah, those, they're, those guys are heroes. Uh, Jonas is usually here to say goodbye, but the Wi-Fi went down at the Whole Foods. Uh, there was a, there must have been like a, a Manhattan, tofu, a Manhattan to, tofu, tofu. <laughs> Financial and, district. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, I hope he's okay. So he, I know he, now he's like lost in there. <laughs> they take one look at Jonas and they're like, "This motherfucker don't belong here." Um, but. Um, <laughs> Um, but anyway, I would appreciate everybody for tuning in. Um, y'all are the best. Uh, like we always say, if you are struggling or anything this, uh, in this world, please reach out to us. We will we'll hit you back on uh, social media. Uh, we all do this stuff together. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, and go uh, start some fires and uh, break some glass. Thank you very much.